We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What up, everyone? Before we get to the Best Bet show, I want to let you know to rate on Apple Podcasts, rate on Spotify. That would do me a world of good. But at the end of this show, I'm going to tack on one of the vintage shows from what was then known as the Pat Mayo Hour with Cam and I, where we play DFS Menu. And it's basically Cam talking about food for 30 minutes, and it's pretty hilarious. So that's going to be an addendment to the end of this podcast. This one's pretty fire. I'm not going to lie to you. Tomorrow on the podcast feed, Showdown Picks with Justin Freeman and Cody Main. That's already up on YouTube if you want to go watch the video. Uh, Showdown Strategy Picks and everything like that. But I did want to let you know that we have the best bets with me, Rob, and Cam. And then there's going to be a little bit of a, you know, a bumper of sorts. And then it's going to be Cam and I talking about some food on the audio podcast. All right? Thank you all for tuning in. This is the season finale of this show. Thank you for supporting this show because it did gangbuster audio numbers. So you know, give yourself a Barry Horowitz pat on the back for that one. And I really do appreciate it. I know Rob and Cam do too. Let's get to the gold picks, the silver picks, the bronze picks. Let's win some money. It's Super Bowl 56. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2022 Super Bowl 56 Best Bets. Remember to smash the like for the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network. If you want more in-depth props and some reasoning behind it and cross-sport props, sub to the Mayo Media Newsletter. That post is already up. You can go check it out for free right now, down in the description and in the comment section. Give me your best bet for Super Bowl 56. I want to see him because I might bet them all. Who knows? Joining me on the line. Rob Pizzola, 
Cam Stewart. We have a lot of money to bet thanks to Winter Olympics winners. You guys, amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, that, that, that four-minute handicap I did right before the show last week seems to pr- prove very fruitful. <laughs> Johannes Ludwig, classic luging performance, one of the best I've ever seen in my life on the luge track. Yeah, um, hey, yeah, Great Britain curlers, mixed curling, beat Fuez. Yeah, we're beating the book. I'll tell you that. It's, it's fantastic. I, Pat, here's the thing. I'm geo-blocked. Uh, I was going to ask my girlfriend to go through my accounts. I'd rather not do that because if I ever screw up or owe money, like, you know, maybe I should call uh, Pozzola, maybe my boy Vince, Visine Vince, the mailman. Maybe, you know, I, I don't like to get my passwords for my book, but I'm going to be hella surprised when I hit that uh, bet 365 because I'm geo-blocked. I might have like a few extra thousand bucks in there. Let's well, rock. Well, Over the course of the last few weeks, we've seen Cam get a bet stamp account. He figured out how to, to stream on his phone when his yep. power went out. Next week, Cam, we'll try to get you a VPN so that you can just connect from wherever you are. What, a vape, a vape pen? Oh, no. oh VPN. Oh, I, I see. <laughs> How about this? This could be an assignment for you and all of the listeners out there, Cam, right now. RunTheSims.com yep. is free this week. All you need to do is go to RunTheSims.com, put in your email address, and you have full access to the 10,000 simulation for player props, the bar graphs, the DFS optimizer, the player projections that you can customize any way you want, completely free for Super Bowl 56. And guess what? There's going to be USFL data on there soon. (laughs) Love it. I love the USFL. Great league. Honestly, I got to practice. Pozzola, we had your boy uh, Osa from the Cowboys on third round draft pick. He was doing some stuff. It was the best. He was pipping like a credit card. Hey, have you ever been in school and owed a lot of money? Like he didn't want to, the best thing about these NFL guys is they actually don't know anything about any other players in the league other than guys they played, like might've played against or, or buddies on their team. It's hilarious. Like these guys go on there, like you're going to watch the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's just wild. Like people don't, people assume that these guys are like following it, watching every game or whatever. They don't give a rat's ass. They just do their thing. Like it's really like, it slaps you upside the face when you just realize these guys are in their own little world. Like they know nothing about the rest of the league. Cam, you are in Los Angeles right now to cover Super Bowl 56. How is Radio yep. Robin? I saw Morenci was on the McAfee show. They, they didn't let you on? It's okay. I let Gabe do that stuff. I know the guys from Hammer Dawn and whatever. Yeah, Gabe's walking in. He's got a surprise today. I don't know what time it is now. Actually, he's probably going to be doing the show uh, just to date myself. With, so about 25 minutes, he bought this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful jacket too that he's going to bust on the show kind of like a wrestler. Here's the deal, Pat. You know me. I'm kind of like the guy. I'm that veteran that just goes in, Rob. You know what I mean? I go do the job and then I go home. I'll meet a couple people. I got to be honest with you. I don't have the guts that he does when it comes like, Andre Reed, we met him, Barry Sanders. I just don't want to go up to guy when he looks like he wants to murder somebody and go, hey, can I have a picture with you? It's just, I don't know what it is about me. I'm just like, I always look at them and go, leave them alone. Like, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to meet you. They don't want a picture with you. I'm just different. Like, when he runs into guys, he'll, like, get pics with them. I'm just, uh, I guess I'm a different breed, Pat. I well, this, am- is in a, this is in a Marty Janetti, Shawn Michaels type of situation with you and Gabe, right? Where he's going to turn on you, put you through yeah, the well, glass you think window. We're Bert and Ernie? This is the thing about people. Hey, where's Cam? Where's he's got a scooter, got a rickshaw? It's like no, like Gabe does. It. We do shows together, you know. Go have a smoke, whatever. We do our thing. We're not Bert and Ernie. We don't live at the same place. We don't sleep in the same bedroom. Hey, he's got you know G and I got C. Hey, buddy, we're doing a show today. He's got his business to attend to today, and I do the show with you guys. Like I don't know what it is about Twitter. Like they think we're like we live together, we work together, whatever. Like, anyway, we've been doing these things for Pozzola knows. 
He used to be with us 20 years, two decades. We do shows. Like, you know what I mean? He does his thing. I do my thing. And sometimes we get together and uh, have some beers and drink like uh, party time. But you know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's just funny that people think we're attached at the hip. Like I'm a grown man. I'm with you on uh, not confronting people who look like they do not want to be talked to because I'm the same way. Not, not that people are really like scouring the grounds looking for Pat Mayo, but it's happened. It might be. It, it's happened a few times in situations where I really didn't want to talk to anyone at that moment. And then I just, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Yeah. You need it's to just, you need to walk up. It's if not they my style, Pat. What's that? You know, it's not my style. Like say, Rob Pizzola, like say Dak Prescott, like they got, I don't know what sleep number did to get in this Super Bowl, but they got every single superstar sleep number. Eric Dickerson, he sleeps on a 90. It's like prison concrete. That means like <laughs> it's the higher it goes to a hundred, the yeah. firmer the mattress. So anyway, sleep number, I should just like can't set up shop with my sleep machine there. Wake up. Hey guys, it's Michael Gallup in the morning. I got Dak Prescott, Robert Woods. Like these guys got everybody. It's crazy. If a guy comes on your show and he's cool, we'll do a pick at the end. I don't chase down people. If we're at the coffee machine, hey, man, you want to do like whatever? Like Sean Alexander's here. There's a couple ex-Seahawks. If I see him, I'll get a pick with him. But it's got to be in the right situation. We got to be at the media table buffet or actually buffet. We'll talk about this later. Oh, God, the food. These international media hawks are unbelievable, Rob and Pat. I, Rob, I used to think the Kazakhstan media at the Maple Leaf Gardens and the Air Canada Center were the worst. These <laughs> Swedish media guys... I see their table. They're not doing any work. There's 17 cans of Pepsi gone, all the chips. I hit the pop machine. Nothing comes out. I have never, I, I know I shouldn't say this, but I don't care. I tell the people the truth. This is the worst spread I've ever seen. There's no hot food. There's no, Pat, I couldn't get a friggin' coffee. I did, we were there from 11 o'clock till three o'clock, uh, well, 11 till midnight Pacific time, 11 a.m. to midnight Pacific. I couldn't get a coffee till I found this guy from Tourism, Arizona, like in a back corner, and he had a coffee machine and he's grinding up beans himself. Like, I, this is the Super Bowl. Like, where's Pizza Hut, the sponsors, and all these guys? I, like, it's unbelievable. There's no food. I, I bought a freaking wrap and an Aquafina water. It was 25 bucks. I almost lost my mind. Free free stuff though. Like if they're giving away free stuff at any event, it brings Vultures. out the, the absolute worst. Like Cam, you obviously we worked at the score back in the day, but you remember those days where we'd get like a, a company-wide page or announcements like there's donuts in the lunchroom. Yeah, Help yourself exactly. for donuts. You'd show up 30 seconds later and there's nothing left. Like as soon as there's free stuff in any sort of environment, it brings out the worst in people. You know what it is too? Simple. I'm a vulture and it pisses me off that there's better vultures. <laughs> The international vultures are the worst. Like I've never seen these two British guys. They've done nothing there. They're there. They're the only guys there when we're there all the time. And they have like, every time the chips come out, they're on their table. Every time we get a fresh drink, it's on their table. God, I can't even get a banana or an apple wrapped in cellophane. These, these guys, I see just dirty cores on the table. These guys are unbelievable. They got great. They got a great grifting game. I can't do it. We're at the bottom in media row. They're up in the top media center where all the stuff is Bazola. By the time I get there, I'm looking at crumbs. Like it's, 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 I just can't believe there's no coffee. Like I'm working all day. Like where's the coffee, man? Well, I will say it all comes full circle cam because the first time I ever met you, I was in the studio at hardcore sports radio. You were mm -hmm. doing drive this with Richard and Sarah. And yeah. I had brought two quiz, no subs with me to the office because I wasn't going to get a chance to get out for dinner later on. And the one sub wasn't enough. So I had two. and Richard Garner came out of the studio and I was about to open one needed at, at a desk. And he's like, Pizzola, well, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just eating here. It's like, if Cam comes out of this studio and he sees that you have subs, you're not going to have subs. I'm like, all right. So I put them on a bookshelf and I put my coat over the subs. 
so that you wouldn't see them when you came out. You were mid-conversation with Marenzi. All of a sudden, you just started sniffing. Okay. And your scent yeah. took you to the subs. You grabbed them and you're like, everybody, free subs. This was exactly <laughs> what you said. And you opened one up and you ate You ate one of my subs on my first day of work. I will say this, Rob, you're, you're right. Like, I can't lie to people. I'm the worst that way. Like with food, <laughs> I, I burn like lasers through people's McNuggets and stuff. Like I'm awful. Like when don't, don't go out for food with me. If for friends, they get it, but I don't steal people's food. Like I've never been, see, that's a misconception. Like I've wanted to many times, but I've, if I see somebody's lunch bag in the fridge, I'm not going to do it. Or if I've ever, I, ha, I have done it once before, but I knew I could replace the product within an hour of, of taking it, stealing the product. So they get it back when I'm in a desperate mood, but I don't take people's lunches, but you're right, Rob. I'm pretty bad. I'm actually awful. Well, Cam, uh, good news for your geo block game. When you go to Vegas next week, you're fine. Just don't connect to Wi-Fi. Be on your data, and you will be able to log into your accounts. Oh yeah, thanks. Oh yeah, Pat, it's the best. You're gonna love this one too. So our old friend Camera Two Drew from Fantasy Sports Toronto. I'm doing a show with him. Da 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 da. I didn't realize what's going on. Forty minute mark. Boom. My computer, everything shuts down. They give you forty minutes of free Wi-Fi at this place. Then you gotta pay, right? So I'm like, what a stooge. So I got to do all this stuff again. This place is great. It's an Embassy Suites, but they got a great racket going on. When I come back, when I don't have to do Marenzi's show at midnight or whatever, I hit happy hour. They have free booze, uh, well drinks. I go, okay. I get a couple, you know, a couple trays of drinks. These guys are like, oh, God. Like me, like these Americans must hate Canadians. Like me and Marenzi's smoking a store. I'm drinking. You know what I mean? They, they think we're like absolute, like just, what's the word I'm looking for? Degenerates. Oh, Give me a word. Yes. And uh, just animals, degenerates, like <laughs> absolutely. Like they, they think we're insane. Like they, they're looking at us like, wow, these Canadians, like, they think Canadians like hold doors for people. I'm Canadian. <laughs> no, like they're like, you guys are in like the are crazier than New Yorkers. Anyway, for drinks are free for a while. And then they hit you right there. So you got like a window of 15 minutes to get a couple in and then bam, the next beer is 12 bucks. That's the thing that they do with the NBC suites. They give you a taste mm. and then you pay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's try to get paid. Gold picks okay. for Super Bowl 56. I want to remind everyone out there, all these lines coming from DraftKingsSportsbook.com. Additionally, if you want some free money, I got some free money for you. How about this? Go to prizepicks.com. Use code MMNNFL. You do that, you deposit five bucks, and then you place one $5 or more entry on Super Bowl 56, and Joe Burrow throws for more than one yard. You get 100 bucks. That's simple. You, yep. got, you got an extra five or 10 hanging around. You might as well go to prizepicks.com and use code MMNNFL at first deposit and qualify for that because, I mean, I don't want to say it can't lose, but it's... Rob, what would be the probability on that? Joe Burrow over one yard. Well, I mean, the, the only way that that loses really is if he gets injured on his first drop back. So the probability is 99.99%, I would say. And I would bet they would probably make it right if it doesn't hit, wouldn't you think? I, I think it's one of those scenarios where they're offering a promo to get you in the door. And yes, if it loses, <laughs> there's going to be another promotional offer to everyone who lost that bet very quickly. <laughs> yeah. So prizepicks.com code MMN NFL, my best bet gold pick for Super Bowl 56. I don't like the spread. I don't like the money line. I don't even really like the total right now. It's minus four Rams at DraftKingsSportsbook.com, 48 and a half. If people are wondering, I am going to the prop market right away on this. Joe Burrow over two and a half carries. 
I got it at minus 115. It's minus 120 at the moment. Uh, I ran The Sims, and once again, you can go to runthesims.com and use it for free this week. 10,000 simulations puts his medium outcome at 3%. He's going to go over that number around 61% of the time, the two and a half. And I just think with the way that the Bengals offensive line is stacked up where it's not good, the Rams have incredible pass rush. And what we've seen from Burrow is his unwillingness to throw it away. He's going to take sacks, but if he sees it coming too early, he's just going to take off. It's not like he's going to rush seven times for 68 yards or anything like that, but you know, you get five for nine easy winner. And if they do win this game, Cam, before, and it's not a last-second field goal. we got three kneel-downs to play with, too. I love you guys. No, Pat, I've already played it. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, 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 I'm I, going to do something a little bit differently, but you are absolutely reading my mail. Pozzola, I'm not sure the same thing. I got in at 10.5. I think it's probably 12.5 now. I'm going to go with my gold pick, Joe Burrow, over rushing yards, 12.5, but I do agree with the carries. Here's the deal. You saw what he needed to do against Kansas City. I'd said he'd probably go for 30. It is a one-time thing. The Rams, what are they known to do? They're going to bring the heat every single time. Burrow is going to have to escape, make plays. I think he's actually going to run for like 40 yards in this game. So 12 and a half, Pat, but I like your bet a little bit better, but I'll do my own. Joe Burrow, 12 and a half rushing yards. And, you know, it's interesting. Take a look at both quarterbacks. We'll get to this, Rob. I'm not sure what your props are going to be, but even Matt Stafford, de deceptive. Like he started to run the ball a little bit more. People don't understand this stuff. And, uh, you know, they look at the prop market. And I, I agree, uh, Pat. The prop market, it's pretty good. And uh, you got to hit this stuff early because if you wake up Super Bowl Sunday and all of us have been gambling for decades and we know this stuff, sometimes these things disappear. It's not like you don't wake up Sunday and go, hey, I'm going to bet the Super Bowl, whatever. If they have too much action on a prop, sometimes they take props off the board, unlike the game. So if you get it, get a good number, Pat. Love your bet. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow over 12 and a half rushing yards. I think he eclipses like, I think he can get to 40. Rob, if you're going to bet overs on the Super Bowl, I think the move is to bet them the moment they drop. And if you want to bet unders, wait until the last second before kickoff. 100%. That's probably the best piece of Super Bowl advice you can uh, give to anyone who's betting props for the Super Bowl. If you like an over, you want to bet it as soon as you can. Unders, might as well wait last minute because this is one of the very few games on the sporting calendar across any sport over the course of the year that is heavily influenced by public money. There's obviously more public money that's going to outweigh the sharper action or professional money in this game. And everyone's like, no one wants to bet unders on these players. The average person, the casual fan who's betting the Super Bowl for the first time, they want to root for overs. So because of that, you tend to get value late um, on the unders. That's the strategy that I've been playing for many years. And I think that's um, very good advice going forwards for anyone. And Cam is right about the props coming off the board because I was waiting until probably like three o'clock today when I would get a DM telling me what the over under on the anthem was going to be and no. then I could spend all my money. But that's not going to be the case this year, Rob. It's very upsetting. I know. It's, it's very, very upsetting. I had secured a very large bet for the anthem this year, which no, will, won't happen now. That bet will not happen. Um, yeah, this one bothers me. So I, I'll just plain and simple. The information leaked yesterday. There have not been rehearsals yet for the anthem. I assume that wherever this information leaked from, it's either a script of the TV broadcast. Usually they block out a certain amount of time for the anthem or somebody has obtained the backing track for the anthem. Uh, where they know the length of the music so they can kind of figure out what the length of the anthem is going to be. And once this stuff becomes public knowledge, well, see you later. Sportsbooks start to pull it off the board. They reduce the limits. It's hard to get a bet. But this, unfortunately, I've posted tickets of my anthem bets to Twitter in the past, um, which were um, several thousand dollars at the time. 
uh, was a cash cow for many years because um, you'd be able to get the rehearsal times fairly <laughs> easily and just go and bet the anthem. The year that Pink sang the national anthem, the time was posted at like 2.03 or something like that. And she was so far short of that time in her rehearsals. She was like 15 seconds under that time in her rehearsals that you could actually bet alternate unders that year <laughs> at like plus 150, plus 200. It was the best. It was guaranteed free money, the best thing that ever happened. But now, unfortunately, people are giving away this information to the public and their paid subscribers. It's very upsetting. I lost a little bit of sleep last night because the dream, I believe, is done. It's too bad because it's, I mean, I, I mean, Paul can attest to it. I can attest to it. Feinberg can attest to it. It is the single largest bet I would make every single year. And I would open up new accounts at different places just to get as much money down as possible on the anthem. It seems insane to think that way, but it, like you said, it was about the freest money you could get on the board. So I'll tell like, wish I knew this decades ago. Like I bet it before. Well, you got, you guys got <laughs> We got to rob a bank together. This is good. Like I, I bet on. So, you, so you're telling me like stone cold locks, Rob, how do you get that information? Like the thing is like, you know me, I'm all over the gambling stuff, but you just, you guys are very savvy. Very, I'm, listen, very I'm not going to divulge specifically how I got. Okay, sorry, sorry. I don't want to go to it's jail. It's firsthand information. So I would always trust it very much. It was delivered in the form of code. You knew the information was so good because they would tell you, whether it was sung to a backing track or if it was a cappella or there was a band in the background, you would be able to know um, whether they were holding the microphone or not in rehearsal or if they were using a mic stand. Like it was actually somebody watching the rehearsals themselves. So it, like, like Pat said, it was free money. Um, I used to deliver it to, you know, I, I keep it on the down low. I'm not going to publicize this because the minute you publicize it, like the guy who recorded the, with the stopwatch last year, thought he was doing everybody a favor on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, go out and bet the anthem. Well, thanks buddy. It just got removed everywhere exactly. because he no, posted people, a public people are video. Idiots, Rob, Gabe and I talked about it on our show. Remember that guy in Vegas that used to be the ticket guy? He'd go around to casino machines, sports books, whatever. They found him. He made $96,000 a year with like people's leftover 27 cents from a slot machine, 37, a dollar, dollar, dollar two and whatever. It all add up. Guy went incognito on the news. Hey, everybody, they did, they did. They put him under like a silhouette or whatever. After that, the casinos like get bent you can't do that stuff anymore like people are at like living their lives don't ever 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 sell your grift moron no it's it, you got you have to maximize that edge for as long as you can and yeah. then you get stuff out of other people like i'd send it to jeff feinberg i'd say you never send it to me I well I, nice. and I'd, I'd say when this cash is you owe me around at your private golf course and he'd say no problem rob and he brings <laughs> and, me out to the private course and, and then in some and, favors and then jeff would tell me and jeff would be like hey why don't you get me this when this ends up coming through <laughs> right Good of point, course guys like you don't want to tell me i got a big mouth i'd probably like, slip it to the raw you know what? you guys are smart you got your little like trustworthy gang you know me you might have trust me but you know some of the people that i know eh, the party's over i, I get it i'm not gonna I'm not going to hold it against you. I got to be honest with you. Feinberg hasn't invited me to his uh, posh golf course either. It kind of hurts my feelings because uh, we really like each. I, I like Jeff a lot. Like I'd love to play a round of golf with that guy. Well, just reach out Didn't to him. Honestly, if you just, wait, wait, wait. if you just ask him, he'll bring you out. Hi, Jeff, could I please play golf at your lovely club? Like, you, you, don't, like, it's you, like you don't, like you don't need to say athlete. it like that. When I went and played with him, I was like, hey, Jeff, can I get on your course? Can you get me on? He's like, yeah, let's go play around. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. It's that simple. Yeah. Sounds great. Quite okay. literally. Quite literally, about six months ago, we had a Twitter DM thread with myself, Jeff, and Cam, where we asked Cam for some specific dates when we could get him out on the golf course. 
And he said, I'll get back to you guys on that and whatever. <laughs> Usually these certain days are tough. And who never got back to us on those dates, Cameron? Rob, you know, I'm not just an employee. I'm no. an old guy, but they, they, they tenderize me like meat. Anytime there's an available <laughs> show, I'm there. Like, you don't think I want to play 36 holes and get wasted? It's my dream, bro. That's why I'm going to Vegas. Like when I'm done this stuff on Friday, three o'clock in the morning, I got a flight the next day. I'm going to Vegas after this. I'm literally going to take a vacation for the first time or whatever. They're like, hey, you want to do some shows? No, I'm going to take a couple days off with my girlfriend. Yep. I'm going to relax for a I while. I get that. I know we're going to a hotel that might have a prostitution ring. I've hit a new low with the Longhorn instead of the El Cortez. But after the three days that we're getting for free, we're going to the Sun Coast. It is a beautiful facility and yeah, and I'm going to enjoy myself. You're right, Rob, but I, I'm sorry. I don't get back. I just, I, no, if I don't work, I don't get paid. I'm afraid I, I, that's the thing. I'm not an employee. That Jeff sucks. Feinberg might be an insane person, but he does have honor and I will defend hmm. him because he did try to get something. Yeah, going. So okay. I don't want to drag his name through the mud here because he had good intentions. Yes, he and, did. and frankly, you, you, you left him out to dry Cam. Yeah, you have right. to dry. I'm an absolute, I'm a jerk and a dick and a prick and whatever that. No, honestly, you know, I should have got back, but hey, life, life's pretty busy. Sorry, Pat. Well, text me back when I'm in Vegas on uh, on Tuesday. I'm not playing Summerlin anymore. I'm playing TPC Vegas now. Okay. Yeah, no, I'd like to get together with you, Pat. And, you know, maybe we can hit the felt. That's my thing. I, I like to play blackjack and stuff. We can have a couple of drinks. It sounds nice. Like you, that, that would be fantastic. And I hope you have fun in Vegas too. I'm going to get there and I told my girlfriend, I go, like people go to Vegas to like gamble and go on vendors, whatever. I do that on a Monday night sometimes. Like it, to me, nothing. I actually go to Vegas to relax. Like we sleep in, we have a nice meal, like getting a nice, beautiful, like cup of coffee in the morning at Dupar's and reading the damn newspaper is something that I've been craving for like three years. Like I can't wait just to have a day where I don't have to do anything, but gamble my way, meet old guys at the horse book and get in, just have a wicked day. Right. Yep. It was all like those that, beautiful that's... days, wags, go meet my Italian buddies. We have a few laughs. And I don't have to get like shaken down by like, I love what I do, but I do it too much. That's the problem. And Renzi, even he's in a new league of his own. Like we're getting older now. We're not kids. Like I need to take more time off for myself. Like you don't, short. you don't have to tell me uh, I'm younger than you. We established the age difference last week, I believe, or two weeks ago, but um, you know, you need to recharge your batteries every now and then and just get down to do stuff you love. And uh, you know, I bet sports pretty much, very close to 365 days a year. And it, you know, you get to a point where you get some burnout. It doesn't matter whatever you do. So I hope you enjoy your trip. Uh, I know whether you win or lose, you'll have a good time anyways, because you'll be in the zone and you'll just be relaxed and doing what you love to do. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mr. Pizzola, what is your gold pick for the Super Bowl? So um, I, I'm, I'm going props this, and I'm going to try to pick some fun props as well as we go through here. <laughs> Um, if you're on DraftKings, you hit the game totals uh, section. Total players to have a pass attempt. I am betting over two and a half at plus 155. If this was the regular season, this would be a horrible price. And I would almost certainly always bet the no on this prop if it was a regular season game. This is not the regular season. This is the Super Bowl. And they are going to throw out everything that's in their playbook because this is the final game of the year. And we see this very regularly where you see trick plays in the Super Bowl, whether that's a fake punt, fake field goal, you have a you know receiver throwing a ball on a reverse. You look at both these teams, you had a lot of guys that used to play quarterback and guys that can throw the ball. And you have receivers that would typically get the ball on end arounds and reverses and stuff like that. So I think there's going to be some, at least one gadget play in this game could come from either of these two teams because they have so many skill position players on offense. But I like over two and a half players to have a pass attempt in this game at plus 155. 
It's a very fun one to root for. I'm just praying that the trick play in this game is not a flea flicker because then you get it back to the quarterback and that kind of screws things up. But I think there's a lot of opportunities in here for another player to throw a ball. If you do that, uh, Cust has already pointed out Trent Taylor as someone that he likes in this game. So if you think the gadget play is running through him, it's probably not at this point. Mm, Johnny Hecker, the punter for the Rams. Bro, you remember Hecker back in the Super Bowl against the Patriots? People don't remember. Rob, remember I hit that a long time ago. It might have been like at the end of our tenure when we we're both working together. I remember I go, this Hecker, like they don't, people don't understand. The guy's like, he's cool as a cucumber. Like he, he can throw the ball. That's a good point, Pozzola. He's one of those guys he can actually execute properly. Not only that, he actually is the holder as well for the field goals as well. So Excellent. you have him on the field for potentially a fake punt, which the Rams have done a couple times this year. I believe they actually did it twice in one game, if I recall correctly, and fake field goals as well. I think it's most likely to come from a receiver. You got like Odell Beckham or Cooper Cup on an end around that throws it downfield. Could come from anywhere, but it's a fun one to cheer for. And again, if you go just based off regular season stuff, people are going to be like, this is an insane bet, but it's the Super Bowl. We see these gadget plays all the time. Empty the playbook. I think we're going to get another gadget play in this Super Bowl. And if people don't remember from even his Browns days, Odell has a cannon for an arm because they used him in those he trick does. plays. They, everyone always just remembers Landry as the guy that would throw the ball, but Beckham, they had that package for as well. It, it, there's so many guys on the field for both these teams that are great skill position players that you could easily get them like in some sort of scenario where they're out on the run. Yes. Beckham does have a great arm. I've seen Coop throw a uh, cup, throw some balls as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Bengals. Uh, if I've seen anyone offhand, I don't think I have, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's in their arsenal as well, especially considering the pass rush that the Rams are likely to have in this game. They're going to probably want to stretch that those linebackers a little bit more East to West. Um, I, 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 it's a game. I think Pete Ryan, Ryan has done it before and boy. No, I I, I would I would say I, I, I would guess it's probably gonna be Chase that you see do it because they love moving Chase across the formation with those reverses that all of a sudden he just stops and throws and no one's expecting it. Boom, you could have yourself a touchdown. And also remember, like I think the Bengals have struggled in the red zone all season long. They're 20th in terms of red zone efficiency. Um, remember back to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles where they ran that play where he ends up catching the ball in the end zone for a touchdown. We've actually seen plays like that with Tom Brady before. I think that's a legitimate red zone play for either of these teams as well, where they hand it off and then it gets thrown back to the quarterback who's wide open. So let, let, obviously I'm making an argument for my play, but I, I just think that there's value in this prop considering it's the Super Bowl and that um, it's, you know, everything is on the table in this type of game. There's no worse feeling than being nauseous. I know when I uh, have a bit too much wine in the evening and my son wakes up at quarter to four in the morning, I'm not feeling the best when I wake up. And if you've ever experienced nausea, whether it's from the stress of the world or whatever it might be, you need to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. How it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of your brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal in your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you are sick. Like the name says, it legitimately is a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea and you change the intensity depending on how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. It's that simple. 
The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients, but now through Relief Band, it's available to the masses. I've been using it. It has been terrific for me. I have not woke up nauseous in like four months. So Relief Band, go get it. And Relief Band makes a great gift for any time of the year. Right now, they've got an exclusive offer just for Pat Mayo Experience listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code MAYO, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and no questions asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's the best offer you'll find for Relief Band anywhere. But you have my code, so use it. Head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code MAYO, that's M-A-Y-O if you're really bad at spelling, for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, well, let's go to Silver Picks. Cam, what is your second most confident bet of the Super Bowl? Keep it simple because you guys are going to be going through like most of the prop market here. I like the Bengals plus four. Um, I know a lot of people like the Rams in this game, and I've been riding underdogs the whole season, and I'm not going to stop now. The thing that I like about the Bengals is I think there's less pressure on these guys, and Joe Burrow is just a guy I don't want to bet against at LSU or here. And the thing about the Bengals, they make great second-half adjustments. Look at the game against Kansas City. Down 18 points, they come up with a game plan. They shut down Mahomes. I know Kansas City didn't execute and they didn't adapt well, but regardless, the Bengals find ways. Their secondary, Hilton's so underrated. Like, I can't believe the Steelers didn't pay this guy much. Like, money he she he it's insane like they're just getting better and better and better all the time and i could tell you one thing matt stafford could be good but if things don't go well it could be an absolute train wreck i think i don't think this Bengals story is over i'm going to take the four points with the cincinnati Bengals. i'm also taking money line but just for the mineral picks i will take the four i expect it to be a close game but i expect the Bengals to win the game by three points i am taking the cincinnati Bengals to win the super bowl let's rock Rob, do you have a lean on either side? Because I, I like the under 48 and a half in this game. I like a yes. lot of unders in this game, to tell you the truth. And that brings me to my silver pick, which is first touchdown comes after 10 minutes into the game of total runtime in the game, minus 120 at DraftKingsSportsBook.com right now. Uh, when you go back historically and look at it in the past 14 Super Bowls, just once had an offensive touchdown been scored in the first 10 minutes of the game. That was the 2012 Ravens. Yeah, you might get a kickoff return, but that's a very unlikely scenario, a pick six, something like that. But generally speaking, teams start slow offensively in terms of touchdowns in the playoffs. They they really want to secure the bag with the three points, Rob. <laughs> I agree with you. I think that this is like this is um, something that's not like private info anymore. It's not a hidden edge, but it's still priced to the point where I think that there's value in early unders in the Super Bowl, whether that's the first quarter or the one that you just mentioned, uh, Pat, in terms of not scoring in the first 10 minutes. Uh, we got two quarterbacks making their first career. Super Bowl start tends to be a little bit jittery. You have the Bengals, who are a very heavy early down run rate team as well. I think they'll probably have a run-heavy game plan coming out in this game. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I can obviously come up with a lot of theories as to why. We do see this consistently. I, I mean, maybe it's just nerves. And uh, nerves play a factor with this being the biggest game that these guys are going to play in their lifetime uh, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, this is something that I've had my eye on for a long time. For me, I... Uh, I would agree my lean towards the game would be under. I don't really like the side or, or total, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally like that play, Pat. All right. Silver pick for you, Mr. Pizzola. I will give a silver pick. I'm going to give one more. I'm going to piggyback on what Cam said. Um, just for people out there, if you do like the Bengals, there is a prop on DraftKings. I have not seen it very uh, many other places, but it's 
Super Bowl 56 winning margin. So just the winning margin and under eight and a half is minus 110. I think, I think that's a very good bet if you like the Bengals, because I don't think there's a, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trashing the Bengals here, but I think the likely, likelihood that the Bengals blow out the Rams is, very, is almost non-existent. The Rams tend to not get blown out in games. The biggest blowout they had this year, they lost to the Packers in Green Bay. They still ended up losing by eight points in that game. So they would have covered this margin. So I think if you like the Bengals in the game, that's a very good prop bet to make at DraftKings. Under eight and a half points is the winning margin. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there as, as something to piggyback off of Cam's pick. For my silver, player matchups on DraftKings, most receiving yards. So this is a matchup bet. I'm taking T Higgins minus 125 against Odell Beckham Jr. I think T Higgins is in for a big game here. Now, Jalen Ramsey is not going to cover Jamar Chase all over the field because Jalen Ramsey usually plays one side of the field. But for the most part, he's going to end up matched up on Chase a lot. Higgins can expose the other corners that the Rams have. I think that's a matchup advantage, especially since he's a big receiver. And Odell Beckham, in my opinion, he's going to see a lot of Chidobe Awuzie, who is the best corner on the Cincinnati Bengals, consistently best graded cornerback all year long. Cooper Cup plays a lot of the slot. Awuzie doesn't cover the slot. So now you have Odell Beckham seeing a lot of the best corner for the Bengals. You have T Higgins facing worse corners for the most part for, um, uh, sorry, for the Bengals against the Rams. I think that's a good bet. And also, I do think the Rams are going to win the game because it, 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 like one correlated thing I will say about this prop, if Odell Beckham ends up having a big first half, that actually lends itself to T Higgins having a big second half because the Rams tend to shut it down when they're in the lead. They get more conservative in nature. We've seen that throughout this playoffs, especially against the Bucs. So if there's a scenario where Odell Beckham gets well out ahead, I wouldn't even be worried all that much if I was having T Higgins in my pocket, because it likely means that the Bengals are trailing. They will have to throw more and he has some good matchup advantages. So uh, I think that's a good value bet minus 125. I think that one should be closer to minus 140. Okay, so first TD after 10 minutes. Higgins over OBJ in receiving yards, and Cincinnati plus four are the silver selections. Let's move to bronze. Rob, what's your bronze pick? I am going to go with something for fun here. That's not going to hit, but I'm going to say it anyways because I think it's a valuable number. At DraftKings, Cam Akers to win the MVP 35 to 1. It's an Mm. extreme long shot. No running back has won the MVP since Terrell Davis in the late 90s. So we're going on 24 years now. I tend to agree with Pat in that I could see this being a sneaky low-scoring game where potentially the quarterbacks don't put up massive numbers and it's someone who pops a touchdown that ends up getting the MVP. On top of that, Stafford's a type of guy that is, I mean, let's call it out for what it is. He led the league in turnovers this year at the quarterback position. Any turnover is going to hurt the way that he's viewed in terms of MVP voters' eyes as well. So we look at how it's broken down. 20% of this is going to come from fan vote. 80% is going to come from media members. But I just feel like there's so many scenarios here where Akers gets into the end zone a couple of times, and that's enough for them to win the game, and they kind of grind out a win on their defense. Uh, that I think 35-1 to 1 is a playable long shot. Again, I'm not doing this to pet for the record purposes. I could have picked something that's minus 500 if I wanted to pad my record. I'm trying to pick something that I think has value. I think Cam Akers should be priced closer. He's a starting running back for one of the teams 
priced at 35 to one. You're talking about defensive players in this game that are priced at 15 to one, less than half the price. I think that's a very, very good value bet that will probably lose, but I will have a ticket on it. So acres 35 to one. So the one issue I would have with that is that there could be a chance that Daryl Henderson is activated for this game. Then all of a sudden they have three running backs in the backfield and they start splitting so, it up with all these different things. I, I, I would feel better about it if Henderson was out. Sean McVay is the type of coach cons- that consistently rides one running back. Now, a lot of people look at the San Fran game. Sony Michelle actually had more snaps on the field than Akers in that game. Akers had more carries, uh, but Akers did get hurt midway through that game, left a little bit. And Sony Michelle has kind of become the third down back. But consistently under McVay, even when they've had multiple healthy running backs, they tend to ride one of them into the ground. Akers has been garbage this postseason. Let's call it out for what is coming off an Achilles injury. He's had like 2.8 yards per carry. His success rate's been terrible. Couple extra weeks off to heal a little bit more. um, And potentially a game where he's going to get a ton of usage. Like if he breaks one big run, gets a couple touchdowns, like I said, he's easily in the conversation here. So um, McVay's characteristics as a coach lend itself to him usually riding one running back for the majority of the game. And that's why I think there's value in Acres. Okay, so that's the bronze pick. Acres 35 to 1. I'm going to throw three that I actually have bet. They're not going to be my bronze picks, but I'm playing the super long shots in this game, Cam. And here are the ones that I'm going with. And I can give you the reasoning behind it, but I'll just throw it out here for you. Leonard Floyd, Jeff and I both bet it. 200 to 1 to be MVP. I have selected Mm -hmm. Eli Apple to be MVP. 250 to 1. And I've also thrown down on Logan Wilson. 500 to 1 to win the MVP. Just linebackers tend to pop up in these things. And if I think the game is going to be under, that means it could be one big play away from, you know, a pick six, a fumble six, two sacks and a touchdown. That kind of thing could end up being the MVP if it's not a really high scoring game. That's when you start seeing the weird outlier winners. I say Logan Wilson because he has four picks this year. Uh, He's saying, listen, Stafford, no stranger to throwing picks. He just needs to be right place, right time. It's 500 to one. It's not like you're spending a lot of money on this. But here's the Eli Apple reasoning. Eli Apple stinks. Like, he is awful. But yep. what does that he's mean? Get targeted. He's just going to get targeted over and over. All it takes is for one bad Stafford pass. I mean, Mahomes threw it to him in the AFC Championship game. He just dropped it. But he was gone for six to win the game. That could more than happen in this game. And it's more that he is bad rather than he is good. So he will have more opportunities to actually score in this game. I love the 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 thought process behind it. I recorded an episode of circles off this week, which is a super bowl prop bets. And, and we had uh, someone come on and, and say that he's betting Eric Weddle to win the MVP at 300 to one, because he's a defensive player. That's going to play 100% of the snaps. And when you get into those price ranges, I actually don't mind that argument because uh, a pick six could be an MVP. I mean, we've seen players win MVPs just off of pick six before. So anyone who's on the field, a hundred percent of the snaps, and is priced in that type of range where you start to get 200, 250, 300, even more than that. I'm not saying to go put a hundred bucks down on them, throw a few bucks here and there. You're very likely to lose, but you only need that to win. Like if someone's priced at 200 to one, you need to win that one out of every 201 times that you bet it for it to be valuable. Does a defensive player win MVP one out of every 201 times? Yes, he does. Uh, I, I like your logic, Pat, especially 
guys that are going to be targeted in the game. I'd much be much more likely to play one of those long shots than play Jalen Ramsey, for example, where they don't really want to throw anywhere near him for the most part. And Ramsey and guys like Von Miller. I mean, Aaron Donald's sort of a special case because he could really have a special game. But Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey, their odds are bad because people know who they are. Yeah, I agree. I, I, but like Aaron Donald is priced at 15 to one. Like, <laughs> come on. Like it's like, like I said, he, he's probably like you have starting running backs that are priced worse than him or like you have potential to put up offensive numbers. Yeah, you have. Uh, I, I mean, think it's ridiculous. Jo- Jamar, Jamar Chase yeah. and Odell have, I mean, Odell is double the odds of Beckham right now. Same thing with Mixon. I think Mixon for Cincinnati, like running backs don't get it. Say they have a couple of th- couple th- uh, times. The, Ram- the Rams bring it. Little, little 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 dump off he makes a move scores or p ryan one of those guys like these running back numbers are crazy like joe joe mixon at 40 to 1 i get it if Bo, joe burrow th- throws to everybody and their mother it's going to be you know that the, the, it usually is going to happen that way but running backs you're right rob like at 35 and 40 to 1 for these guys i think these numbers are ridiculous like joe mixon could have two touchdowns and be the mvp if cincinnati wins this game i'm not going to make it a bet like i'm betting it. it's not going to be like gold silver bronze but i couldn't agree more with your uh acres play Okay, Cam, do you have a bronze selection for us? Yeah, you know what, Pat? I'm going to stick to the quarterback uh, rushing market here. I did these bets right at the start. I like Max, Matt Stafford over five and a half yards rushing. I think it's this guy is starting to run the ball a lot more. I would actually look at Matt Stafford anytime touchdown as well. Have people yes. not seen what he's been doing lately? How, how, about, actually getting how, how about Matt Stafford 40 to one first touchdown? How about Matt Stafford two plus touchdowns 150 to one? <laughs> The hell's going on here did we just like, go to the grocery store to costco and just like fill the cart i, I yeah, no, i'm with you like ding 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 pop, 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 pop. yes 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 and yes this is what we're going to do guys little sprinkle at 40 to 1 i like his over rushing i like a touchdown those are the things i think the quarterback props are way too low you guys have seen the numbers matt stafford is not by any stretch i'm not going to say he's a fast quarterback or anything but he's also doesn't have a wooden leg like the guy can move i think he's going to get about 16 yards rushing his prop his props five and a half and he's going to have to take off and i think he's going to run a little bit more and i love the touchdown thing the guy can move enough to get in the end zone anytime touchdown uh first touchdown couldn't agree more guys we're reading each other's mail we haven't even talked or had a meeting but whatever we just call each other up on this thing and do the show and i couldn't agree more so i'm going to go stafford over and i love those other plays as well pat put them in the cart let's check out I have to point out one thing in relation to the quarterback rushing yards because we did see it in the Super Bowl oh, two years ago. The Mahomes. I, I had the yes. over. What, the knee? The, the knee? knee? I know, I know, I now, know. Now, get, like, get over ho- the number by a few yards and we won't have to worry about that, And hopefully right? Stafford takes like one-yard kneels instead of going back like eight yards from the line of scrimmage like Mahomes did when he was kneeling it out. Yeah. So you have to consider that. I think the game's close though, Rob. Like I yep. think this, so that's the thing. I'm not worried. About, I'm not worried about knees. I think it could be a final play. I think McPherson might kick a game-winning field goal. Like, I think it's gonna. You talked about winning margin. I think the Bengals win the game by three. If the Rams win, I think they win between one and six. Same type yep. of thing. So I don't, I'm hopefully not don't have to deal with that crap. The, that's why I went to the rushing attempt market rather than the rushing yards market. Just call. I felt like those numbers were so low that if the rushing yards were going to hit, they were more likely going to hit the over in terms of the rushing attempts. And then you're not concerned about them going backwards at all. Well, if the Bengals get to the two minute warning late in the game with the lead and the boom, Rams boom, boom. have no timeouts, <laughs> you get boom, 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 three kneels to cash your rushing attempts over two and a half. Yeah, that's just the one thing people forget about when it comes. And that's the only reason I pointed out for anyone yeah. who's betting it. You always have to sweat it till the end of the game, because even if you're a couple yards ahead of that total, you know, if Stafford has an eight yard rush, 10 yard rush, something like that, then you're sweating out potential meals at the end of the game. And people forget about that. But that's that's it. I don't disagree. I actually like 
people always look at the regular season rushing yardage for these quarterbacks. It's not the same game. The playoffs no. is very different. Regular season, these guys want to get through, get healthy. Matt Stafford had a bad back for half the season. You think the guy's going to take off in the pocket on third down? He's not going to do that. This is the game. This is a final game of the year, Super Bowl. Like this is Matt Stafford's Hall of Fame game. He is if he's sees an opportunity to run, he's going to run the ball. And he's going to catch a touchdown in this game as well, by the way. And we're both going to oh, catch oh. our bets. So yeah. That's big, big nuts. Oh, wow, it looks like we're uh, shopping at Stafford's. Like, what's going on here? Like, so, so Stafford okay. first TD, Stafford two TDs rushing or receiving, is, and uh, anytime TD. Perfect. What is Stafford receiving touchdown? What's the I, number? I, I, I have, I've actually not seen it listed anywhere. So any, but anytime touchdown, if he catches it, would count. Yes, exactly. Would count as well. So wow. If, okay. if people are thinking about playing uh, MVP odds, uh, like Stafford is plus 100 in order to win, uh, Joe Burrow is plus 225 to win MVP, I feel like you can tell yourself a story with a same-game parlay that are much better than those odds, Rob. Good call, I agree with you. I agree with that. Um, pe- people like can utilize the same-game parlays however they want, but uh, not like consistently, if you're going to bet on something and you can put together a same game parlay that has similar outcomes, you should be ma- like price matching, right? Put the same game parlay together, see what it pays, check what the bet pays, figure it out. But yeah, in this instance, you could do all sorts of stuff connected with Matt Stafford that probably would pay much better than uh, plus 100. Uh, I mean, well, ha- I typically... how about this? How about this? I mean, Burrow, Burrow, Burrow is plus 250 to win MVP right now. But yep. you can do a same game parlay of Bengals money line and Joe Burrow over 254 passing yards, and it pays three to one. So you get better odds. And I feel like you would have to do those two things in order to win MVP. Maybe. So it's actually counterintuitive to what you would think. I would agree that that's probably the case. But you have to remember a lot of times the guys that win MVP, their teams are, are leading a lot of the game. Um, so you do get a lot of scenarios here where potentially the Bengals are leading, Burrow would still win MVP, and they're really trying to drain clock towards the end of the game. So maybe not as much conducive to the passing yardage as it would be to potentially passing touchdowns, where they would need that the touchdowns to get um, to that to that point. You know what I'm saying, Pat? Well, I'm just looking at the the MVPs right now. Only one player at, who is a quarterback who won the MVP went under that number, and that was Brady last year. Right. Yeah. Okay. Since, since like way back when, like even yeah. just to look at it, two eighty six for Patrick Mahomes, three seventy three for Foles, four sixty six for Tom Brady, two eighty seven for Flacco, uh, two ninety six for Eli, three oh four for Rogers, yep. two eighty eight for Breeze, uh, two fifty five for Eli Manning. I, you would have to go back to Peyton Manning, two forty seven uh, in Super Bowl forty one, forty one. Yeah, forty. So that's the one with the with the Colts and Bears. Yes, that game sucked. Yeah, Rex Grossman. That was gross. I can see this game being like that that one. I puked like like I remember. I never drank more. That's probably the day I drank. Like I think I should have died. I remember I puked like buckets that day. It was like that Super Bowl. I don't know what happened. I got sick. I drank like oh yeah, food poisoning. It was just that that whole day blew. That was one of the worst Super Bowls ever. So here's my last one. I want to run it by you because I can play it one of two ways. I like the over total sacks in this game of five and a half. So do I. You get plus 110 on that at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. But I actually feel like Leonard Floyd has nine sacks so far this season. I bet him to win MVP. Leonard Leonard Floyd for a sack in this game is plus 130 
feel like that's going to come through because that line has to double team Aaron Donald and you guys are just going to be running at Burrow the entire time. So my concern Half is that the, well, no, it's not that it's that the Bengals really come out and they just try to get the ball out of Burrow's hands very quickly. I don't know how long they can do that for the course of the game, but they run a lot of screens, whether that's the wide receivers or running backs, but they really make a point of emphasis of, we're just going to have this guy take three, three step drops, get the ball out very quickly. I, five and a half is a large number, right? Typically regular season games, you would not see that type of number. You don't normally see four, four and a half, even three and a half in some games. So, uh, but I don't know, uh, but, I don't... I, but I'm also relying on Cincinnati to come through with two or three of their own here. Cause their pass rush is no slouch. It's not, but they drop. So Cincinnati in the, in the playoffs have been dropping eight into coverage a lot. It's basically how they beat the chiefs in the second half, right? Because the chiefs were, had whatever they wanted in the first half, second half, they drop eight in the coverage over and over. And Andy Reid refuses to run the ball. They still keep throwing the ball with eight in coverage. They couldn't do anything. Um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't really love that one. That's my personal preference. I, I do see the, the mismatches on the line of scrimmage, but the number is high, um, and I feel like yeah, I, I don't think I could get there on over five and a half. All right, so this is why I wanted to run it by you guys. Leonard Floyd. One no, no, sack. no, but Cam agrees. Cam, Cam likes this one. Uh, listen, I, 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 mean, I mean, the Bengals dropped Mahomes four times in the AFC Championship game, which is pretty surprising, to tell you the truth. You know what it is, guys? I like everything. Like, you brought a lot to the table. It's kind of like you invite me over, Mayo. Like, you got bacon wrapped scallops. I'm eating them. You got wings. I'm literally going to, like, you know, carve up the chicken. I any like you guys leave anything out, booze. I'll drink it. Like there's nothing that gets left behind. That's the thing. I think we've come up with some really good stuff. Like you know what I mean. And the sack's over. Let's let's remember one thing too. This Cincinnati front is kind of dangerous. Like I don't think the Bengals' defense on the whole is getting the respect it deserves in the game. Rob, I don't know. You have the metrics and the numbers to back it up. I use sometimes the eye test and I see a team that's getting more opportunistic as the playoffs go on. They have guys in the secondary they are growing other than Apple. Like, you know what I mean? I think there's some real talent back there. Hendrickson can get to the quarterback. Other guys can too. I just, I love it. I think there's, I think sacks over is going to be good. And I agree with you, Pat, with the Rams, like they're going to be looking at Vaughn Miller and, um, and Donald to do all the damage. I think it's going to be coming from some other guys in the game. I think it's a very smart bet. So Leonard Floyd plus 130 for an anytime sack is going to be my bronze selection. I stayed away from all the Tyler Boyd props, although I really want to bet over Tyler Boyd everything because I do think that's where you attack the Rams on the field is in between the hash marks, which is where Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd runs the majority of his routes. You can get Cincinnati Moneyline plus Tyler Boyd anytime touchdown 7-1 to one at DraftKings Sportsbook if you really oh. like Tyler Boyd. I do. As I said, I like everything. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like we threw in a lot of bets today. There's not one like, Pizzola, you're better than me. Like, you know, you're breaking it down. But like, I think we came up with some like interesting stuff that like, it's going to be one of those games. Here's the thing, like all the obvious stuff you said it, like Aaron Donald with his number for MVP and stuff like that. I think we're thinking outside the box. I think a lot of secondary players do well in this game, right? Like that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like this star driven game and, and and the narratives like i don't know like what about total field goals in this game i could see like mcpherson nuts everything oh this you, guy's a wicked kicker for Cincinnati. You, you, but the problem is i'm not betting him mvp because it's oh the hipster pick like you want to give me like 150 to one on yeah. a kicker i'm listening because i think he can get four field goals and cincinnati takes threes maybe the game winning field goal if it's a 56 yarder something like that you, you, yeah. you, it's you all don't about want, the price you, you don't want evan mcpherson 30 to 1 super bowl mvp yeah, are you like, kidding me Pat? On, that, that's honestly it's like a golf tournament i got a guy to pick him i'm laying juice 
fuck off. Like, but, honest to God, like, I know he's a hot story, but you got to give me something over like 70 or 80 before I even take a look at that 30 to one for a kicker. Like that's but, nuts. But when these guys, when certain guys are priced like that, it creates value on others. Yeah. Right. Yes, and, and, and if You're everybody's right. sinking the same way, like Aaron Donald's going to win the MVP and he's a defensive player priced 15 to one, then so be it. There's going to be value on someone else in the market because people are betting Aaron Donald. So um, yeah, I, uh, it's all relative to price. I mean, uh, some of these, you know, you, like I said, Cam, Cam said Mixon, I said Acres. I, I don't, I don't think these guys are going to win necessarily. But if we go back to past Super Bowls and you look at what the starting running back is priced at, they're half this. They're in the fifteen to one range, twenty to one range, sometimes even lower than that, single digits. So, you know, it's it's a, a unique Super Bowl where we have. Everyone knows that the Rams defensive line has a big advantage. So people want to bet Rams defensive players. They want to bet Cincinnati's kicker who's been lights out in the playoffs. Um, probably Cooper cup going to get a ton of bets as well. And a lot of exposure outside of that, you could probably find value on a lot of people on the board. Uh, if you want to play this individually or a same game parlay, this is the, the grossest one you could ever do. It's not over field goals, Cam. It's over six and a half punts. What do you think about that? I like you it. Both, both the for all the talk that McVeigh and now Zach Taylor get for being like super sharp coaches, they love fucking punting on fourth and three. They love it. And, and another fucking thing, you're right, Pat. If you like that first prop that you had with the ten minutes scoring, it's going to be dry for a while. Punt, 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 punt. Like we might get like to start the game three or four punts, and then here's the thing. And you know what? McVeigh was a little bit aggressive with his Rob, and I agree with you. Like we debate about Stefanski and stuff, but you got to admit this. The game against San Francisco, you can't fucking challenge a thing that's never going to be overturned by like an inch. Like, you're th- like are, you, are you stupid? It never, it does not happen. I agree. You got to save that stuff. And you're lucky that San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo fucked that game up. Because Why am I lucky? What am I lucky about? Yeah, we, 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 we were all we're unlucky. All they, with you. They, 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 no, they no. dropped the pick to win the game. <laughs> no, I understand. No, I'm saying McVay's very lucky. Sorry, I, I, guys, I'm working till three o'clock. I don't even know where I am right now. He is lucky because he burned his challenges and everything, and San Francisco imploded. Yeah, you're damn right the Niners should have won the game. We had him on the spread, whatever. We made money. I'm just saying, though, this guy, he screwed up in that game. I'm with you. I think they, they, like all of a sudden he's not going to just be, oh, I'm Mr. Aggressive or whatever. He did some stupid stuff. I, I can see these guys punting. Like, well, McVeigh's Mc, punt. lucky that Shanahan was a meatball and punted on fourth and one. Exactly, and, and, Rob. Like, listen, I, I, we've talked. To me, there's, there's different um, characteristics that make up a good coach. To me, McVeigh's a very good coach. His in-game decision-making is not what makes him a good coach. He doesn't know how to use his challenges, for one. His timeouts late in the game are very questionable when he uses them, which side of the two-minute warning. And on top of that, his fourth down decision-making. I will say, though, latter half of the year, they have been much more aggressive on fourth down. Zach Taylor is the guy that he will kick a field. And because his kicker is so good as well, they're very likely to kick field goals. Um, so I don't yes. know. I, I mean, I, I would de- like let's be real here. Like the Rams have a coaching advantage. I'm not saying McVay's Bill Belichick or anything like that, but I'm, I'm taking McVay as my coach over Zach Taylor any day of the week. All right. That was a fun year guys. It was yeah. a fun year. We did wicked with the gold picks this year. Like, oh, honest to God, Pat, I'm going to tell you something that's never going to happen again in my lifetime. And Why I'm just not? mad at myself that I didn't bet more money, Pat, but unfortunately I have a mortgage. I did have some good news the other day. This Polish uh, lady came up to me and said, hey, they're building like a super RT. They're having like a hub where I live and all these property values are going through the roof. I might have to attack and sell. Like, you well, know, that, but then you have to buy somewhere else. I get over $900,000. Like, like, you should see my place. You know what? You can take it. 
you can fix it up. And you know what? I'm out of here. And I'm going to go buy a, a place in like by Niagara Falls or whatever and, and, and pocket 400K. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm out of here. That's a smart move. That, that's the, what I was saying is like, obviously the real estate market is, I live in a one and a half million dollar semi-detached home. Anyone who pays a million and a half dollars for this house, I'd feel very, very solved, sorry for them. Like it's a complete ripoff. But where am I, what am I going to do? I, if I sell this, I got to move somewhere else. In the, in the, the market. The market has gone crazy, but yeah. I'm just happy you're alive this week, Cam, and you 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 wore blacks to not affect the, the bloods and the crypts or anything like that. So good oh, call you on your part. Night, it worked out. I went to Joe's Liquor in like the like a very dangerous area, but it, it worked out. Like this guy came in with a bandana over his mouth. I'm like, hey, I like your beer, Delirium. Like I said, they stopped selling that stuff by my bar because like people were drinking it and like falling down. It's like basically like smoking a 20 paper. It's good beer. He's like, ah, ha, ha, we had a good laugh. You know, I... My, I, like my doctor told me if I'm going to have beers, drink Guinness. Like, you know what I mean? I go, the darker, the better. We're having a, a good laugh. Like, I don't know what it is. Like probably shouldn't have like started up a conversation like that. It wasn't like a great instinct, but the guy turned out to be cool. I guess I got lucky. Here's some more traveling tips for people too. Uh, the area of Glendale, like be careful uh, when you're going to California, they got a lot of water issues. The over under on clogged toilets this week, I hit the over on day three. Every single day I've had a clogged toilet. I don't understand why they don't let you use the plunger. They don't want you to touch the water. They want to bring in the guy. I like the guy. I don't want to bother him every day. I go, just leave the damn plunger. They don't be careful. So be careful with the toilet paper that you buy. Another thing is I bought the Northern plush, uh, whatever four ply, but I'm telling you this hotel paper. It's like, I'm using rocks in my butt. You got I always make a move, go to the store, buy a little thing of detergent. If you need to wash underwear and socks in the sink, you got that. And you got uh, toilet paper as well. Just some good, great travel tips for everybody. That's what I like to do. And a bar of soap too. Hotel soap sucks. I got doves men care. It's taking care of business right now. I'm on my feet all day. Based off of the um, the conversations we've had over the course of this year, I'm starting to think the toilet clogging might be a cam problem. It's not, not the guy specific. Even said it's, a, to the... it's a city of Glendale, California problem. And Morenci clogged his toilet on the first day. And trust me, he doesn't well, do the same things I do or eat like I do. Well, he drinks a lot. He drinks booze. You know, you can get some. It, it can be problems after. I got a lot of fiber in my diet now. That's all I'm trying to live better. But anyway, I'm just telling you tips. I, I it's it, it got to be careful with toilet paper in hotels. The hotel's actually very nice. It's got two TVs in it and a lounge. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Well, Cam, uh, I, if you have some downtime, you just want to stay in your hotel room. I, I know you enjoy a good crime documentary. Have you I checked, do. Have you checked out the Tinder Swindler on Netflix yet? Never even heard of it. Tinder Swindler? Yeah. I didn't even watch, like, I got Datelines and stuff that I got to come back to all uh, on the PVR. No, this sounds fantastic, Pat. Send me the information. I, I'd love yeah, to hear about it, it. It's on Netflix. You just go and click on Netflix. Oh, I do. I, I think I have Netflix Send me now. the information. There you uh, go. Oh, and by the way... Yes, I do have Netflix, but it, uh, my girlfriend's got the code. But yeah, that's uh, bad, bad sport. And Marenzi was telling me something about dogs of Berlin. It's like a crazy like crime where the guy bets on international soccer and stuff. Anyway, I heard that one's good too. I haven't got around to it, but thank you, Patrick. I'm oh, yeah. gonna be down with that. I love a good crime story. Oh, you, you can go reverse engineer it too, and you can go with uh, "Don't fuck with cats," which is one of the What's crazier documentaries. That's I've about seen. the um, the, cats? the so Magnata, Mag, no, the Magnata uh, case. Oh, Luca Magnata, that yeah, one, yeah. As a vampire, a, for God's mm, sakes, yeah, he's a was, disgrace to Canada. It was a it was a good documentary until they uh, they butchered the name of Etobicoke. Yeah, um, it was pretty bad. On CNN the Ed, other day, did you, see, did you see the font? Did you see the font? They spelled Ottawa wrong. It's our <laughs> fucking nation's capital, you moron. You're a hey, font guy. You're fucking out of here. You're fired. <laughs> 
jerk off. We've had some bad uh, Chiron That's embarrassing, over the Patrick. Like, of the you years. work at a major network and you're spelling Ottawa wrong? Hey, look, listen, I want to criticize people for font and Chiron errors, but uh, Mayo Media Network can't do that. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I got my, you're right. I got my own problems, but you, you guys are seeing it. Like, you got to spell Ottawa right. That's just, uh, it's, it's true. We, we, we don't have the font checker like a lot of these major networks do. Hence, sometimes yeah. we have a typo or two. Uh, but yes, mm-hmm. th- that shouldn't be going through at a major network where it is someone's job to look at all these things. So it's called the Tinder murders and burn, burning cats? No, like I, uh, sorry. It's I got, don't cats. don't it's F with cats. Yeah, don't fuck oh, with don't cats. Don't F with cats. And it's it, about McNada? Yes. Right. And, and the other one's called the Tinder swindler. It's not great, but it's really interesting. Know what, Pat? Send me the information. It's on me. Netflix. It's Just on Netflix. Twinder, the, there's no information Swindler. to be sent. It's a search okay. function. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. When I get f- back from Vegas and I want some downtime and sleep and lie in bed and watch it, no, this sounds absolutely amazing. I appreciate it, guys. And then we'll have you so back what's on. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm at, going to a party? Or? Uh, well, I am hosting. Mayo Media Network uh, is hosting uh, its first ever Super Bowl party. So that's what we're Amazing. I wish I was there, Pat. That would have been great. We could have gone to the casino and got absolutely torqued. <laughs> Well, when you sell uh, 20 Bitcoin in the year 2017 to renovate your basement, like I did, you best be hosting some Super Bowl parties in there, like I will be doing. You hear a lot about uh, the problem with currency, the way we're printing money. I might have to get into the crypto market pretty soon, Rob. We'll talk about this. Never too late. I'll send you the information, Cam. (laughs) No, see, you've already missed crypto. You've missed NFTs. What you need to start doing now is buying virtual property in the metaverse, Cam. That's that's where the next step is. (laughs) True. Hey, you sell your house and you central land. Yeah, listen, you sell your house, you bank your 400k, pay 400k for a piece of property on a computer. You'll be good. Hey, (laughs) I don't even know. Honestly, guys, I'm just happy that the Polish realtor told me like my place is going up in value. Like it it literally made my day. I was fucking shoveling before I came here. I am done with the GTA. Honest to God, like I'm done. When you said that i was worried you were gonna say that someone sold you a reverse mortgage i i i'm just shocked like yeah first thing hi i'm kurt browning a a canadian (laughs) olympic skater for the reverse mortgage i'm like the reverse like even i know the reverse mortgage is the worst deal in town like you cannot be working on a reverse mortgage that's that's a sucker's play i'm just shocked that it took your Polish realtor to tell you that your house is appreciated in value over the course of the last two years. Oh, like, have I, you been living in an actual, under an actual rock? Everything have, is going to sell in garages is, for a million dollars. I knew that man. I just didn't know my complex. It's so cookie cutter, whatever. I knew it went up like a little bit. I just didn't realize this new hub that they're building literally up the steep street from me by the beer store and liquor store on Dundas and friggin' Hill, whatever. Like it's a huge hub for transportation. I thought my property would go up a little bit. It's going up a good chunk and it's enough to say I'm fucking gone. I'm going to live in Niagara Falls. I'm going to get a house, hopefully a sauna and, and bank some money and have some fun. It's time. Why not go cheaper and move to Halifax is all I'm saying. Yeah. Actually, I talked to the lady about that. We have to stay in Ontario for reasons like my parents getting older and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I got to stay in the region for now, Pat, but in the future, I'm an East coast guy. You know me, I love drinking and I love seafood. It's perfect. And it's got a casino win, win, win. Well, that, I mean, that casino is it's shut up, Robbie. Come on. Like, you, you, well, have you been to that? Have you been to the casino, casino there? Have you been to the Halifax casino? I, I, I have four tables. Ago. What? I grew up, I grew up at the Halifax casino. Well, Rob, so did I. Those casinos and the Halifax casinos. You pound a couple Don Airs and you hit the felt. It's fine. It's fine. Like, what do you want them to roll out like a, a diamond encrusted carpet? It's the Halifax casino. 
I, I'm I, aware, but you're, you're proving my point right here. You're like, oh, it's fine. What do you want them to do? There, it's, it's like, there's literally like three tables on the floor there. If you go to play poker in the poker pit, I mean, good luck getting a seat there. You're probably waiting for three hours because they can't find anyone to play. That's why. And, no, that's I mean, a, that is that that is absolutely not true. Uh, it's now up to four guys, tables. I told there's you, a, there's a new room. You need to call in advance because you're on a waiting list for like two hours before you get a seat. You won't. You can only be on the poker waiting list for one hour. P- believe me, Pat. I've lived this. I've lived through this for a lo- large majority of my life. Very Rob, frustrating Rob, times. Rob, walking Rob, from the pr- I've lived yeah. here for thirty years. I know. I know. Yes. I know the tricks of the casino here. Okay. Well, I'm saying I love you guys. I, <laughs> this is great. I would. They put me on the list for an hour. I would show yeah, they, up. Yeah, because they heard you talk. It sounds like you're from fucking Ontario, and they were like, "Fuck this guy." Well, Hang the up. thing is, you know, you know, you know, you have to know how East Coasters are about people from Ontario. I am, and they if like you have. If you have I twelve, drink and I don't players. give a shit. That's why I'm welcome in the casino. If you have twelve players in the poker room, you have ten seated at a table. The other two are waiting forever because there's never going to be a second table, and those ten are never going to get up from that table because they know that if they do, they're not coming back to another table. You know it's what? It's impossible to play in that casino. I fucking hate poker. Why would I, I have enough problems in my life. Why would I want to take strangers money? I go, I want to help these people. Honestly, I like blackjack. I can do my own thing. I want to, it's us versus them. I, like, where I do you, where do you think, where do you think money. them, where do you think them is getting their money from camp? No, I'm just saying playing poker. You could have a stranger who's got a gambling problem. Like you're, you're, you're beating them down. Rob, you're an intelligent guy. You probably do pretty well in poker. I just don't want to, I don't want to be that guy to say this guy got fleeced. I'm also thinking you might not have the patience for poker camp. Well, the- I don't, Patrick. I don't. Or, or the or the facial characteristic. Like, oh yeah, I remember the first time I played poker, I lost a paycheck. They're like, Cam's holding. I'm sweating. I'm like purple. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, oh god. Like I would literally, if I played poker, it'd have to be like, what's that old musician Nash the Slash, like dressed up as a mummy with tape and like you know just a couple eye holes or or wear a balaclava. Like I could literally, Rob, you would know. I bet you could guess every card in my hand with my eyebrows being blonde, facial expressions, and hue and tint. Correct. Correct. I, I, I would, I would say you would probably be a pretty easy guy to read at the, you have to wear a Bella po- yeah. or something. I've like never that won sunglasses. poker. I, I donated in poker. I'm like, I'm done with this game. I, if I played poker my whole life, I'd be living in a ditch. <laughs> I tell you that with, with a rock for a pillow. That excellent year guys was the Crazy. season finale of the best bet show. I'll we'll reconvene once every six weeks or so, or something like that to give people some picks, maybe NCAA tournament, whatever some major yeah, event sure, is. Yeah. I'm sure we can do stuff around that because I really enjoyed doing the show. I know that people really enjoyed watching the show. So please rate review and subscribe on Apple podcasts. Leave us a review. If you enjoyed this as well, sub to the network, you can follow Rob Pizzola, Bobby pizzas, on Twitter, what are you at Rob Pozzola? Very verified. The only the only one of us who's verified. Is that true? I I, I don't even Follow know. Follow Rob Pozzola at I fleece pe- people in poker rooms. slash. Okay, but Cam, when you go to play blackjack, okay, you're like, oh, there's these problem gaming uh, poker players. There's a lot of problem gaming table games players who lose right. money to the casino, and then when you win, they're paying the casino's paying you with those people's money. This I is what I'm trying to get across. Rob, I still love you as a human being. I'm just, I, I have my own poker issues and I'm taking it out on you. I can't play poker due to my way I look, my face and my perspiration. Got it. So it's nothing against me. It's against the nothing. game. I'm just, yes, yeah. I'm venting at you. Okay. I don't like taking other, eh, whatever. Let's end this conversation. Uh, Cam Stewart, Sports Grid, is on Radio yes. Row right now. You can catch him live. Uh, is, is that being broadcast on Sirius too? Uh, yeah, we're on Sirius for the first hour, Pat. Today, I think we got... Uh, 
gambler Brandon Lang. If he doesn't give us two props, we're, we're going to kick him right off the set. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. You, you have gambler Brandon hey, Lang. Guys, you want to talk about gambling? Yeah, we've been doing it for 35 years. Thanks. Yeah. You, uh, anyway, no. We, and Bill Romanowski. Hi, guys. I'll tell you, I don't know what the fuck they're doing at the bottom of the pile. First, they're grabbing my nuts. They're raking my eyes. You wouldn't believe the shit that goes on down there. And Try my fish oils. And we got new drink, too. Omega makes you real smart. Talk to you guys next week. Yeah, we got Romo and a couple other handicappers. Whoever shows up, shows up. A cheerleader from some team. Hopefully, we'll uh, steal some Old Spice people and somebody from Sleep Number. A lot of Dallas Cowboys at Sleep Number, Rob. They really like to sleep. They slept all through the playoffs, I'll tell you. Yeah, right, they did. So you have, you, have, you have Brandon Lang later. You just talked to someone who looks like Katie Lang. So I think you're pretty good to go. I think so too, Pat. I just want to get out of this week alive and get to Vegas, to be honest with you. All right, and hopefully I'll see you there. Thank you all for tuning in all season long. Smash the like on the way out. Sub to the network in the newsletter code MMNNFL at prizepicks.com for that Joe Burrow prop. Put down five on an entry, get 100 bucks if he passes for over a yard. Easy money. about the food you're going to eat at the game. I've created a set list of a menu price. DFS style salary cap. You have a $60 salary cap. You get to pick any six items. So if you want to load up on drinks, load up on drinks. You want to load up on ribs, you got to load up on ribs. But you only have $60 off the menu to spend. And if we're going to be talking about food, we need to talk to Cam Stewart about food. Well, Pat, I thought esports were tough, but your menu is absolutely fantastic. And uh, thanks for the, the additions. I don't know how long you came up to create this, but it's absolute genius. Uh, the people are already upset about the prices. <laughs> uh, well, some things, you know, like that's the problem. You can only get a couple top tier items. Then you got to be smart with the rest. You got to go bargain hunting. Yeah, you, you can play. I played a Stars and Scrubs lineup. Yeah. I, I went to the very top. So let's go to the meals. The meals were the most expensive yep. thing. Uh, so we have $30 for barbecue ribs. Ooh, that's a lot of money, but I love ribs. Yeah, and we have pulled pork sliders, $28. Nachos, 25 Chicken yep. wings, 23 mm. Pizza, 21 Tacos, 19 And mussels, a favorite of mine that I used to make. I'm not going to take them, but I always used to bring them because no one else would. They're $17. They're, I, I love mussels, buddy. Like, I mean, I can eat muscle after Like, I get bowls of it. And usually on happy hour at bars, I get pissed off when they don't have mussels. Oh, you can the eat best, mussels? Yeah, and then the best is you can sop it up with the bre- garlic bread afterwards, too. Mm. What you need is the garlic butter with yeah. the, for dipping. <laughs> so sauces, dips, and condiments are included with your items, unless that's specified. What I like. That's what I like. See, that's the thing. I like that. If you're going to order something like on my menu, can I give you my part of my menu? Yeah, we're going to wait. No, let's start with okay. your menu right now. Okay. I love my menu, Pat. $60, you're a tough man because I was looking. I'm, I, I put so many lineups together before I got to keep it under 60 bucks. Well, we got to start with a staple chicken wings. I basically, I used to go in chicken wing eating contests. I plow wings. Hey, Red, I didn't tell you. I ate 79 wings in 10 minutes once against one of a guy who was uh, not the Canadian champ, but he was a contender. I was leading for seven minutes, but Pat, I love chicken wings. 23 bucks. Now we got to start shopping around. And uh, I put this on your menu shrimp ring. Yeah. I love shrimp That's ring. It's a my, cam late uh, addition to the menu. I love shrimp ring because it comes with the sauce. My buddy Forbes has got guests. So we got to be careful with these things. So when we're partying, I can't give them too much seafood or, or scotch. The shrimp ring is absolutely amazing. Now, people don't know what shrimp rings are. That's, yeah. that's a comment that I've been getting right away. Is this a Canadian thing? Are, are they stupid? Is it, but is this Canadian specific <laughs> is, my, is my question. Oh, no. they got to have shrimp rings in the States. Everyone's got to, It's just a big ring of shrimp. plump, beautiful shrimp. And in the middle is a big thing of cocktail sauce. Yeah, it's cocktail or shrimp sauce, yeah. cocktail sauce. Yeah. In the middle. It's, it is pretty good. Yeah, but you're not going to get the ones that are bigger than my head, like the ones you get for shrimp cocktail. But you got to have the big ones. 
ones, too. And on your menu, Pat, I know it's going to be top-notch. So, yeah, give me the shrimp ring at 15 bucks. Now we got to do a little bit of the, – the value play is liquor and mix, $11. you got to have liquor and mix. I'm a beer man usually, but for a long day of Super Bowl, you know things are going to happen, too. Liquor and mix. I can keep on – and the beautiful thing about liquor, i got vodka. You can do it with soda. You can do it with Sprite. You can do it with anything. That's why I paid the extra for the mix. Now I'm going bargain hunting French fries. You told me condiments, so I get fries and gravy for 7 bucks. Mm-mm-mm. I love fries and gravy. Also need a little bit of soda because, uh, you know, I drink three or four Pepsis a day. I got a real problem. That's why I probably got this huge punch. And for $1 remaining on my menu, a pile of turkey bacon. I could just throw it at people or yeah, eat see, it if that, I want. That's on here as almost a joke item. I like it, though. Turkey bacon is terrible. Yeah, but it's terrible. I would have. Rather- Who knows what's going to happen during the game? You know there's going to be big plays. People are going to get wild for, for a buck. Come on yeah, now. Yeah, you can do a lot. You can add it to other things. You can, you know. Do whatever you want. You can get a toothpick for a buck, too, if you want it. I think I'd rather the toothpick and raise a Ramon, people. You want to throw shit at people, you can fucking raise a Ramon. Chico. Nice. So the bacon-related items. So we have a pile of bacon. That is $14. That's that's, that's steep. You can have bacon-wrapped scallops. That's $12. I had it on my first team. It didn't fit the 60 bucks. You you couldn't mix it in? I couldn't couldn't make it work. Uh, Bacon-wrapped tater tots are $9. Mm, I like that option. Someone gave me bacon-wrapped dates. I've never had those, but they're only 4 bucks because I feel like they'd be one of the things sitting on the table. You'd see them and be like, well, there's bacon. I don't know about these dates. i got to be honest with you, Pat. Dates are for senior citizens and people with bowel movements and problems. So, no, I'm not going to have dates. At a Super Bowl party, that's something you have other days of the week or dates. I know they're wrapped in bacon, but no thanks. And the pile of turkey bacon is a buck as well. So let's let's get to another lineup here. This one's submitted by a former guest on the show. He broke down the Royal Rumble. Now we're going to break down his (laughs) DFS menu, Sean McCormick. Uh, producer at the Fantasy Sports Network. He's coming with party mix for five bucks. Mm, okay. Soda for three bucks. Yep. He said he's going to a party where no one drinks. I told him this isn't a real party. No, he I, didn't care either way. That party blows. He has pulled pork sliders for twenty eight. I gotta be honest, Pat, I love your menu, but I think one of the most overpriced and owned items will be pulled pork sliders. I, I, I think there's so many better options out there. I like your ribs pick for $2 more. Yeah, we'll get to my lineup in a second here. So he has brownies. Yeah, now, there are yep. two sets of brownies on this there list. Brownies. Yeah, there are brownies, which you do with that what you want. Those are fun brownies. Yeah, and these ones are just regular brownies. Yeah, They're only $12. Yeah, like Duncan Hines. The, the other brownies are $23. He's going with the regular brownies oh, God. for $12. Yeah. And spinach dip. I like spinach $5. dip. $5. Meatballs. I considered meatballs. They're only 7 bucks. Everyone likes meatballs. You can pound them into you, but they're not filling. Like I wanted something salty eventually in my system. I hate this lineup. I got to be honest with you. That lineup sucks. Like sometimes when you tell yeah. me on my golf when I got some real losers there on DraftKings Golf, yeah, some of them are losers. That lineup does suck, but the only item I do like on his lineup is meatballs yeah, for I, seven I, bucks. I, I, meatballs is a winner. Everything. Loser, 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 loser. Could have spread his money around better. I, I, he tried to fill out a sheet. I see pizza on here. He was thinking about going pulled pork sliders and pizza, but he couldn't fit it all in. Yeah, that's why his lineup sucks. I think I would have just went with the pizza left. Left off the pulled pork sliders and I up agree. my game everywhere else. I don't like some of those choices there. Even the regular brownies for twelve, you're going to either get the brownies and pay the extra or, eleven or you bucks, don't get any or you don't get any. Exactly. All right, next lineup: Andrew Reed, producer. Uh, what's it called? It used to be the FanDuel show. Now it's the Daily Delivery. It's something. Uh, Chris Meany is the host. This is the producer, Andrew Reed. Mm. He's coming in with, he has nachos, $25. Very safe pick. Yeah, expensive though. Nacho, yeah, but you're right though. Nachos, you They're can nibble, nibble the whole game through. And you're never going to get bad nachos. That's true. They can go cold. You can reheat them. You're good to go. And there's and there's toppings on the nachos, oh, yeah. correct? Well, like I can put meat, whatever I want, because you said toppings are included in this price. Are so included. I love it. So that's $25. He, he also went for the pile of bacon. 
Fourteen dollars. That's a that's a value pick. You know what? Pile of bacon for fourteen a, is strong because it says pile of bacon. It could be you know. It's, it's a pile a, like this. Yeah, I'm it's thinking. not a bungalow. It's more like a. It's a tower. It's a tower of bacon. Put it this way. It's almost like a buffet style. Like you walk <laughs> up with your plate. However much bacon you can fit on that plate, that's yours. That's exactly. your pile of bacon. If you can lift it, it's yours. Deep fried pepperoni number seven. Now, yes, let's pe- talk. People don't know about deep fried pepperoni. Uh, even me, who's a food critic, I, I remember I saw you East Coasters, you and Meanie giggling there. Well, let's talk about deep fried pepperoni. It sounds like a winner. Andrew Reed, also an yep. East Coaster from the, we're all from Newfoundland and Nova Scotia. Nice. Apparently, we we thought that deep fried pepperoni was the thing. So it's just sliced pepperoni, thick, throw oh, as oh, thick yeah. as you want to cut it. Yes, it's like you give yourself the strip, you can cut your own pepperoni. Chuck it in the deep fryer, and it comes with whatever sauce you want. Honey mustard is the preferred. Ooh. Dipping sauce. For God, this. that sounds lovely. But it is delicious. It's actually delicious. I'm, I'm salivating now, and at seven bucks, I think that's a winning item. Now that's that's priced around things like jalapeno poppers and meatballs and French fries and little Smokies and mini pizzas. Like yeah. that, that's a that's an off brand, a contrarian <sighs> pick, I think. I agree. But I, it's I, high upside. I almost want to change my French fries for deep fried pepperoni. That's now. Too late. <laughs> you're locked in. We're past lineup lock. <laughs> So, and in order to conserve some money, he has no money left yep. over. So, nachos, bacon, and deep fried pepperoni. So, we're looking at 25 bucks. Yep. We're looking at 14 bucks, somewhat expensive. Then he goes beer for 8 bucks, Gatorade for 4 bucks, juice for $2. Now, I don't want to give away my lineup yep. just yet, but I too did the beer and Gatorade stack. Yeah. I, I have to work Monday, so I, I need to be here at 8 o'clock. I need that Gatorade in my system. And as Feinberg pointed out, now, if you have that Gatorade in your hand, you can sell that at, like, midnight at your Super Bowl party. Great point. Gatorade is so so versatile, too. That's the thing. Like, you don't even need the juice. The Gatorade acts as juice and electrolyte replenishment, doesn't it not? Yeah, I think like, so. Uh, that's the thing. You don't need juice when you have Gatorade because it has everything you need. So I want to get to the, some of the hot snacks that are up here. We'll just run through these very quickly. The shrimp ring was yours. That's yep. $15. Loaded potato skins. Mm. That sounds pretty good. That's $14. Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Velveeta Rotel Sausage Dip. That was a Twitter suggestion. Mm. I don't even really know what that is. I've had Vot- uh, Velveeta Rotel Sausage. Uh, yes, it's actually it's a good dip, but it's one of those things that's really, really heavy. So when you're drinking and partying, by the second, third quarter, you might get gut rot. But 13 bucks seems eh, a little too steep for my blood. I feel like I'm out on Velveeta. Yeah, I, 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 I'm an old cheddar type of guy. Like, when I buy my cheese, I prefer it in real cheddar form, not in Velveeta or, uh, what, Kraft Singles form? No thanks. Uh, then we go to Buffalo Chicken Dip, $13. Actually, Buffalo Chicken Dip's delicious. A little steep on your price uh, oh, that, but, chart. Do you know pack. why? Because yeah. it's delicious. It is delicious. you got to pay up if you want them. <laughs> like, you're not getting any, no free passes in the DFS menu. <laughs> Uh, we go to pizza rolls at $10. You forgot nuggets. Boring. I like nuggets. I know, but I'm not paying 11 bucks for Neither chicken nuggets. And they're one of those things we can kind of get. It's a Super Bowl party. I'm going to pass. I, I feel like they're are equivalent. It's like when yeah. you take Justin Thomas and golf. Yeah. Daniel Burgers, $2,000 <laughs> less than the same guy. Good point. So when you drop down to like mini pizzas, eight. Little Smokies, eight. Matzo sticks, eight. Jalapeno poppers and deep fried pepperoni for seven. I got to I gotta be honest with you, Pat, on the $7, $8 menu. <laughs> The way to go is deep fried pepperoni stacked with meatballs. Meatballs are seven, French fries yeah. are seven, sweet potato fries are seven, and tater tots six. are six dollars. Mm. I'm not big on tater tots, but I feel like they're the least appealing of everything on the hot snack list. I, I think hot snacks are the way to go because you, we talk about meals. They're really expensive. You can get three hot snacks that are qu- of quality, and that's probably going to be the same price as uh, one or one and a half meals, right? I think it depends on what type of eater you are. Do you mm. want to sit down and like have one of these giant <laughs> – do you want to be eating all day? Do you like to take a break? I want to be eating all day. So this may be the – Loading up on hot snacks. Oh, the shrimp ring probably shouldn't be in hot snacks. That makes no sense. No, but but it's a typo. But that's, yeah, it's still a it's, That's it's how a, we're doing it right now. <laughs> Other snacks. Actually, let's get to a lineup here. This is Chris Meany's lineup. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm excited about Meany's lineup. He always gives me good hockey value plays. How's he on the Pat Mayo menu play? So here we go. He is going with no meals. 
fading high-end yes, meals. He's going for a balanced lineup here. Yep. Yeah. Bacon wrapped scones, $12. Love oh, love it. Shrimp ring. Wow, this $15. guy. This guy's got he's got a seafood uh, taster, eh? Wow. Deep fried pepperoni, $7. Smart. Beef jerky, $12. Ooh. Liquor, yep. $8 with no mix, oh, by the way. Just liquor, just straight liquor. up booze bag. But, but he has bought Gatorade along with it. So that's it. Gatorade is your mix. And that's his mix. Yeah, wow, Meanie's smart, eh? He's one of those guys. He's always he's always thinking he, ahead. He's got the angles all figured out. <laughs> There's I really like his. So, so far, we basically said McCormick's team sucks. Other than that, Meanie's, he's doing well, and we'll give, uh, who else, Reed? Reed. Reed's team. I, I prefer Meanie right now. He's the winner. I, I think I like Reed's team. Meanie's yeah. a bit too seafood heavy for me. I love seafood. I love seafood, too. I don't need too much when I'm drinking. God, actually, my mom gave me some uh, Red Lobster gift certificates, Pat. You got me thinking all of a sudden. I got, I got, I got, to, I got to go hit up Red Lobster now. I hit up the Red Lobster, <laughs> get some grub. I love those Cheddar Bay biscuits. What else you got for me? All right, so let's go to the other snacks portion mm-hmm. of this right now. We have yeah. brownies, in quotation marks. Those yep. are $23. The Ooh, problem... Steep but effective. The problem with the brownies is, I mean, they're expensive at $23. And you've got to eat. You're going to be hungry I for know. a while here. Yeah, and, and it's something. You're committed. Brownies are a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably don't need, like, the liquor after that. That's, that's the thing. You're, 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 you're rocking brownies. I agree. <laughs> Oreo balls are $14. Brownies, regular yep. brownies, are 12 mm. Beef jerky is 12 Ice cream is 11 M&Ms. A bowl of them are... As many as you want, they're ten. Uh, these are a little. It's tight price. It's ten bucks for M and M's. It's a it's a giant bowl. Okay, okay. It's not just a pack. It's a right, giant oh yeah. bowl of it. It's almost unlimited M and M's. Yes. Okay. Cracker and cheese spread seven dollars. Mm. Store bought cookies six dollars. Carrots with ranch six. Spinach dip five. Popsicles four. Veggies and dip three. Canned Vienna sausages. Trust me, I ate, I ate those things on feast and famine. They taste they're like, disgusting. Oh, like ass. Yeah. And, and then you'll get the juice on you. Uh, the weird juice. They, and the funny thing is, and they're not even the proper coloring. It's like eating. You know what it is? It's like eating your fingers. <laughs> it's like fingers and brine. That's what the deep fried. Vet. No, I, you should, that, deep no, fried. I, no, what you should do? Minus three dollars, and then I can get another item. <laughs> Some people Sorry. will tell you. It comes in this, like, weird water. Oh, it's so in. sick. You know, my grandfather will attest yeah. that. The, he has once told me the wiener juice is the best part. <laughs> Direct quote from <laughs> he's him. He, he's he's, not he's only, one of those guys. He's eh? not only finishing <laughs> the Vienna sausages, he's yeah. drinking it right out Fingers of Fingers and brine, yum. Ugh. And celery sticks no are thanks. a dollar. They're going to be making an appearance later on. It's a Super Bowl party. No vegetables, please. I have a, I have a theory behind this because celery sticks made my team. Okay, but, but yet it also will keep you hydrated. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know the way you're thinking there, Pat. And I went very top heavy. Let's get to the big boss man, the CEO. Len. The CEO of Anthem Media and the Fantasy Sports Network, Leonard Asper. He filled yep. out a team right here, even with his nice calculation. Yeah, so that's yeah, why he's yeah, the yeah. boss. Yeah. 60. No, uh-huh. no just under the cap. He's, he's doing it all on by <laughs> hand here. So Len is going with chicken wings, $23. Yeah, see? You got to have wings because that's something you have all day. Wings are my staple, too. Pile of bacon, $14. I love where this guy's going. Now, you lipped chicken nuggets earlier. He's going with chicken nuggets. I see. I see. Len's a good guy and all, and I'm happy to do DraftKings, Len, but sorry, nuggets suck. Yeah. I, I, I just can't. There's too many better options out there. What if they were McDonald's nuggets? They're not, but let's say they were. These are like store-bought frozen nuggets. We're, get, we're getting closer to wanting nuggets. But the store-bought nuggets, no thanks. Okay. He's going with beer, 8 bucks. Oh, yeah, we all love beer. Now, yep. to save some money, he went with a toothpick for a buck. Yep. And then he went with a barf bag hey. for three. I, I like the barf bag, too, but it's 3 bucks. It, it's got an impact <laughs> on my other stuff. I'd rather have even a dollar of turkey bacon than the bar. I can get three I, I, instead I st- of one barf bag. I, I still think between <laughs> your lineup, Meanie's lineup, and Reed's lineup, uh, we have a toss-up here. Different mm. tastes. Yep. 
depending I on like Asper's fall. lineup, but the, the Nuggets really threw me for your yeah. loop. And no need to pay for barf bags and toothpicks. You're with buddies and stuff. You can deal with that. I know you have great oral hygiene, Pat, but I think even you could wait to the next day for the toothpicks I, and I can't, floss. I can't do that. It bothers me too much. That's the problem. When you floss a lot, stuff yeah. gets stuck in your teeth more. Yeah, good point. Like you got Yeah, you got gaps. And yeah. yeah, things fill the gap. And, and they, you, know, you can't drink yeah. water. There's stuff stuck in your teeth. It's very irritating. So I'll say that. Chips are another category here, mm-hmm. so we're going Doritos. Yep, thirteen dollars. Name brand chips. Yeah, like, like like Ruffles sour cream, like a real name brand. Yeah, yep. so you get some Lay's in you. You get Ruffles. I love chips, but uh, eleven bucks. Chips and guac, mm-hmm. like you would get at a restaurant. I mean, it's not. It's light. No, yeah, it is. It's that's tasty. nice. Yeah, uh, chips and salsa. If you really want to get that salt into your body, yep. that's not bad. No name brand ch- chips, and this caused a big uh, uproar. Yep. Uh, on the internet, on Facebook and Twitter, people were upset of who would ever take no name brand chips. But it's for savings. Hey, I always take no brand. Don't tell, don't tell those people on the on the internet, Pat. No brand chips. Some of them are good, actually. Yeah, some of them are all People right. don't understand. Some of these chains are making good no name products now. So don't knock it till you try it. Now I didn't put Cheetos on here. Yeah. They're, they're I'm just a cool dude in a loose mood. Till I eat those Cheetos, my cool turns to drool. Easy, Chester Cheeto. We don't need any of those things. Those commercials, uh, by the way, too. I'm not down with. You. No, what Cheetos actually are a snack at the bottom of my fun list. Well, they're in... Do you like Cheetos? Ah, they're all right. I prefer them in Party Mix, which is five bucks. And they're already in the Party Mix. They're in there. See, Party Mix is a parlay. It covers everything. It's not a winner, though, because Parlays aren't winners. Party Mix (laughs) is not a winner. It's something that's there, and it's tempting. I like Party Mix, but I'm not paying for it. it Sorry. No, no, yeah, not even if it's a dollar. There's no party you walk into that has Party Mix. You're not getting a piece of the action. It's true. It's very tempting. Yeah, so many paws in the Party Mix, too. No thanks. It's it's very germy. (laughs) Put on some low-calorie cracker chips. Yeah, now, yeah. I've started to eat some of these. I mean, when you get older, you got to start cutting weight somewhere. Yeah, I don't cut anything. The technology has gotten better. The food engineering has gotten better where yeah. you know, the first generation of crack, low-calorie cracker chips were uneatable. Remember yeah. when Homer... I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wafer. yeah like, like, like yesterday, uh, buddy gave me a rice cake. I'm like, what, what are they? they suck. It doesn't matter if you put caramel on it, ketchup. No, it sucks. Rice cakes suck. And i got to be honest with you, Pat, it's a Super Bowl party. Can't we just worry about weight loss the following the week? The following day. That, that's yeah. when the real New Year's resolution yeah. starts. Mine, mine starts after the national championship game and uh, college football, but I haven't even followed that up yet. I'm, I'm a failure in all counts. Pretzels, three bucks. Pretzels or, suck. Yeah, pretzels are terrible. Sorry, not even with mustard. I'm done with pretzels. Drinks. These pretzels, well, I mean, if these pretzels are making you thirsty, you got to go to the drinks. Where are the pretzel monies, Homer? Anyway, what do we got for drinks, Pat? Drinks, here we go. This is a big one here. So we got liquor with mix. Liquor with mix, 11 bucks. Love it. We got some liquor, just straight liquor. That's yep. 8 bucks. Mm-hmm. Same as beer, that's 8 bucks. Bottled water mm. is $4. Now, there is no water on the premises. Water is not given to you. Is tap water free? No. So you can't have water in, nope. your, in your party? No. Nope. Ooh, that's a... I'm a guy, I, I, you know me, I plow back four or five you cans of to, Pepsi or pie. I might have to rehydrate. That's why Gatorade is so key yeah. at $4. Gatorade is $4. Plus, like we said, you can sell that back for probably $10 later in the night. Good point. Soda is 3 bucks. Juice is $2. No need for juice when you got mix. And we're going to get to the miscellaneous section as well. Yes. So I, cigarette, 17 bucks. I, I used to smoke, I man. used to smoke, too. My doctor told me I was going to die, so I had to quit at one thing. It's smoking. I'm not going to lie to you. If I was still a full-time smoker, that would have been the first thing I picked. I, I, there's I there was no way I'd be making it through the Super Bowl with no cigars. I love hacking darts watching sports. Cigars, $12. I'm out on cigars. I'm not a big cigar because I, I like cigarettes. No, I, I, I like I, cigars on the golf course, I Pat, don't. but I'm just one because when the hole's long like a par five. But anyway, nah, I'm not even down with 12 bucks. My problem with cigars is I smoke them like cigarettes. Yeah. I inhale everything because yeah. that's how I'm used to smoking. That's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> Pepto-Bismo, <laughs> 6 bucks. Okay, here's the thing. Pepto-Bismo is a quality item. 
it's okay if you got minor heartburn or diarrhea, but I will say this. It's kind of like for me, Pat, I'm a, I'm a big league antacid guy. Like, I don't do Tums. I don't well, do t- Rolaids. Tums are next on the list of Oh, four. sorry, sorry. So Tums four are bucks. Tums and t- or Advil's five, so headache medicine is five. Yeah. Tums are four bucks. Now, you say that Tums are the minor league. Yeah, I'm just saying for six bucks, I expect a Zantac, a Prilosec OTC, or maybe Maalox. Like, Tums and uh, Rolaids, mm, low grade. Like, th- those, are, those are like little kid antacids. I'm in the big leagues of antacids. I'm with the big boys, the major leagues. Do, do I need to have some, like, acid reflux pills on <laughs> I actually too? have you. Yeah, no, Zantac works great. Oh, that works The 150-milligram Cool Mint, winner. Barf bag, $3. I don't understand why Asper wanted the barf bag. Why can't you just barf in your buddy's garbage? Yeah, you barf on this floor. <laughs> they can clean it up later. Exactly. Floss, $2. You're, you're, you know what? People don't know about this guy. He loves flossing all the time. I do floss a lot. You do. And it's uh, that's why you have nice teeth. Also, toothpick, a dollar. Now, this is, uh, my dentist once told me this, and it's yep. stuck with me forever. Don't use toothpicks. Really? Yeah, they hurt your gums. Oh, I didn't know they that. They lead to gingivitis, and they don't work. Maybe that's why you, when I'm plowing there and I'm spitting it out, oh, there's blood in the sink. That is absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> so, okay, the big reveal. It's my lineup yep. time. So, here's what I'm going with. I went heavy stars and scrubs because yep. I wanted a piece of those barbecue ribs. I need the ribs. Oh, ribs are 30 bucks because it's a, it's a meat, it's a constant, it's, it's gold. Now, you went with chicken wings. I feel like ribs are the rich man's chicken wings. They are, yeah, but I, party I'm, I'm a chicken wing guy. So I, and, listen, and, I is, lo- and you said in your thing, sauces, dips. So I get all types of wings, yep. too. I can go salt and pepper, honey, garlic, suicide. If you, yeah, exactly. Do you do the hot suicide ones? I do it all. Yeah, I like it. Do I like it, it hot. I, 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 I prefer not suicide, but I like hot, real hot. Then we're going to go real with hot. Yep. loaded potato skins. I like that pick. $14. I'm the only one who has it so yep. far. Potato skins are, are nice. Strong, because it's got cheese and bacon on them. It has cheese, bacon, and, and I, sour cream for your condiment. Free. I'm, not, I'm not big on uh, on sour. I put, probably no. put sriracha Ooh, on them. That sounds nice. So what I would do is, the way that I looked at nice. potato skins, I love french fries. I love them. So do I. And I love nachos. I feel like this is a happy middle between the two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So else, I'm going with beer, eight yep. bucks. Yep. Stacking that with Gatorade, that's four bucks. Strong pick on Gatorade. I should have altered my lineup with Gatorade. I went with floss for two dollars. Mm, wow, that, that, floss, eh? Yeah, yeah you love floss. Need I need the floss. You see me floss. I, I, yeah. I literally floss four times a day. And celery is your vegetable. Sal- and here's my rationale behind celery. I don't necessarily like celery all that much, but you mentioned it keeps you hydrated. But I get to a point where I get so drunk that I'll eat anything that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. And for a buck, like unlimited salary, I'll just non-salary. It's nothing. Do you dip it in stuff or just keep it clean? I just keep it clean. Yeah. Just, I just pile a salary next to me. I'm drunk watching the game like this. I'm just going, yeah, it's crunchy. It keeps me active. You know what I like about salary? It's a buck. It's a buck. <laughs> it's a big save. It's a great value. So th- we've basically come to the conclusion that uh, barf bag at $3 don't w- really need. Pick. Yeah, worst pick in the board. Th- that was weird about Len's team. Len had four great picks and two yeah. picks we were just out on. But Len's also a cl- quality guy, and he has cake. So he's not the type of guy to barf on his buddy's floor. He will use the barf bag because he has some kind of, you know, tact. Can I uh, manners? Can I read you out some of the Twitter <laughs> responses? Sure, here? sure. I'm listening. All right, so here we go. This guy is picking wings, the shrimp ring. That's a, that's me. That's uh, my top uh, two uh, right uh, now. He's following. Yeah. He's tailing your picks here. <laughs> he's going chips and salsa, pretzels, Ooh. veggies, and dip and beer. I feel like he lost some momentum yeah. here. I, I like this first couple picks, but you got to save money somewhere. This guy's going all junk wings. Buffalo chicken dip, yes. chips and salsa, M&M's, deep-fried pepperoni, and Doritos. I like that guy. That, that's, <laughs> that's actually my friend's girlfriend. That's good. Strong. <laughs> Strong. I like her. Uh, wings and mini pizzas. Yep, good. Meatballs. I, the meatballs Her- at 7 bucks is really strong. Spinach dip, chips and guac, and beer. 
Nice. That's not a bad. Like, that's a good venue. Yeah, actually, there, there, there's some quality lineups right there. Uh, wings. Yep. Bacon wrap tater tots. Mm-hmm. Meatballs. Yep. Spinach dip. Chips and guac and beer. He also says he went over. So that team doesn't work. You gotta ask Gabe. Has Gabe done this yet? No. <laughs> he's adding items to this list. I don't know. He just has condiments. He's, he's dumb and dumbering this one. I know Gabe, a Gatorade will be on his list for, for sure. sure. Yeah, guaranteed. Gatorade, yes. So what, what do you think is the best value on the board before we get out of here? I love your menu, Pat. And by the way, just the way your mind works for putting this together, it's absolutely fantastic. But when you really want to break it down, the best value on the board from each category, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely think meatballs at $7. I never realized it, but that's a real cheap item, and it's a meat. That's sustenance there. Like, you can last for that. Like, it's the same price as French fries where you're getting a meat. And, you know, when people do meatballs properly in the slow cooker, you can do all sorts of beautiful sauces to go along with the meatballs. I think that's a steal. Um, other things, I love mussels, but $17 is too high. So uh, it, it, It's it, this way because the meals are yeah. the, are bigger than everything else. You get more of those than anything. That was the rationale behind it. So Liquor my- and mix at $11 is a steal because that's your whole day right there and beer at like you're actually your price point for your drinks is fantastic and Gatorade at $4 is a winner too cuz people are going to get annihilated and crave Gatorade later you're right and there is no national holiday there should be a national holiday monday but people have to get up the next day i'm not down with floss but you like you have nice teeth 2 bucks is too much barf bag stupid tums i said upgrade to a real antacid advil i'll wait till the next day cigars too much money and cigarettes 17 bucks a pack no thanks listen, too for, much listen you can charge whatever you want for cigarettes cuz if people want cigarettes so- they're going to buy cigarettes. Good point. Family experience! Experience! Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.